Welcome back to Lovely Couch Cafe. It's your own Dr. Lovely here. Giving all honor unto Yahuwah, Sabaoth. God is my forefathers. Portion of my strength. Peace in the middle of my storm. He is so good. So I was sitting here today trying to get work done. It's official, like a referee with whistle. My anger management and conflict resolution curriculum is now complete. It's done. It's a wrap. It's over. So, I'm glad I'm done with that. Now, it's about to be, it's about to be, it's about to be, uh, Anyway, I'm giving God glory and honor in the midst of everything. He is still God. So, I was sitting here reflecting and thanking and listening to uh, um, this video of Umar talking about a whole host of things and I said you know what let's do a collaboration video today because he was talking about some valid ass points and it was just niggas niggas was like reflecting and and I know a lot of time I talk about certain stuff and I know hearing it from me is one thing because you know niggas I'm a nigga woman what do I know but when you find a collection of people with the same mind and mindset and principles to validate your 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 plight, right? Because because I stand in the gap of the place to bring healing to my people collectively, and to raise awareness and bring understanding. So the critical aspect to that is it's a it's a it's a very lonely place because we. Are different pretty people today, and I was having multiple conversations today. For some some reason, I normally get no calls, but for some reason today, I just got calls and calls and calls, and I'm like, damn. So um, anyway, let me um, let me tell you. Let's get to it right quick, so we can get this done as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. It can't be both ways. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I don't blame Barack Obama. To his credit, he never said he would do nothing for black. Do you understand me? Things about when Jesse Jackson ran for president, 84, 88, he said he would do something for black people. When Al Sharpton ran, he said he would do something for black people. When Barack Obama ran, he made sure he didn't mention black people. Even in his presidential address, he wouldn't even mention Dr. King uh, by name. He just said a, a preacher from uh, Georgia. He wouldn't even say his name. Obama stayed as far away from black issues as possible. So to his credit, he didn't lie to us. We projected onto him this messianic complex that spelled us. Because messianic complex. Did you hear that, niggas? Did you hear? Do you remember me telling you about COINTELPRO and how um, it's utilized um, in order to create a messianic figure, term, 
in general, meaning a leader that transcends all leaders, one that will liberate their people because the 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 aspect to a messiah is to liberate the people, right? Ah, suck it. That they themselves would give us our leaders. We don't. They don't want no more leaders like Malcolm X and, and um, um, Martin Luther King. So they will create the leaders for us in order to control the narrative. This is why I have an issue with the the people that make it seems as if they're there to um, lead us, but often lead astray, and the, their message is often skewed. Um, and a lot of times it actually brings more division than collective work. But that's a story for another day. That's where he's getting at anyway. What? You know what? Do you think Joe Biden would have ignored black people if we didn't let Obama do it for eight years? Do you think Donald Trump would have ignored black people if we didn't let Obama do it for four years, for eight years? You will never get another president's attention anymore. Because the whole world watched black America catch hell and give Barack Obama a pass for eight years. The worst thing we could have ever done was publicly say it was okay. How do we bring the value to not do nothing and just be black? How do we bring value back into our vote? If you have to organize it along racial lines. I thought it was disrespectful when, when Joe Biden, you know, when he was asked by Charlamagne, yeah. you know, uh, why should black people vote for you? And he just say, well, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Like, it, it was, that wasn't an answer. He just was like, yo. It was, it was disrespectful, it, but you it, know why? And he didn't get no flag from it. He did. But you know why he was comfortable enough to say that? Because the Democratic Party has owned the black vote since 1933. That's yep. right. This is 2023. So in another nine years, we would have voted Democrat for a century. What have the Democrats done so great Shit. that we own our vote for 100 years, brothers? 100 years. 100 years. You see that? Get out to your question. Get out the Democratic Party. Get out the Republican Party. Black people need to become independents. And we need to run and finance our own independent candidates. So when you become mayor of New York, when you become... Now, is it not interesting when someone says that? Oh. I know it's very interesting when somebody says that, uh, especially us not understanding the roots of how black people ended up becoming democratic. And the president said that he would, they would always look as if they're giving us something, but they're really doing the most damage. And what I mean by that is, Everybody called Bill Clinton the black president, but behind the scenes, the three-strike rule came from his camp. He's the president that initiated that initiative, the three-strikes rule. We are such uh, disconnected and ignorant people. And once again, the term ignorant is not to be derogatory, right, or mean. It just means we are unaware or dis- disconnected from information. And because they know we are a ignorant people, they utilize that to their advantage. And I, I always talk about being aware of things, but our people don't care. The first thing they'll tell you is, I don't care. That doesn't matter. And it's not going to impact my life. But right now, your life being impacted by the same um, policies. Your kids are being told they can change their gender based on a feeling 
meaning this is pseudoscience. And they're not being given the full information of the impact of this. I seen a kid in his 30s, and he talked about how he made this decision to himself, and his body is forever changing. He can't change it back, and he is depressed about it. Do you understand how dangerous this shit is? And and you weren't in on the decision making for this, were you? No, none of your 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 representatives said, "Hey, we're proposing this bill. We want to know what you think about it. Do you agree with it, or you do do you disagree?" Nobody fucking did that shit. We. You want to know why I don't vote? That's the reason why I don't fucking vote. It's because that very thing right there, policy is being made without my decision as to the way that policy is going to be made and it's going to impact my life in the way. And nobody asked me what I thought about it. That's my fucking problem right there. But you know how ignorant we are? We get mad and in our feelings because we, we close to shit and we think from our emotions and we don't think um, independently, goddamn. We don't think critical. Critical thinking skills is what the educational system lack. We don't teach critical thinking. You know what critical thinking is? Is one's ability to take in information and to be able to um, investigate that shit to make the best possible decision as to what you will do with the information given. We lack critical thinking skills because critical thinking skills make a motherfucker free. I said it, I meant it, I'm here to represent it, and I, I, I mean that fully. It does. It makes you fucking th- free of mind, goddamn. It empowers you. And they can't have y'all ass running around here empowered and shit. Because revolutions take place when people are fucking empowered and they won't just put up with a bunch of bullshit. So they ensure your educational system is set up where your kids are not taught critical thinking skills. Because seriously, if we taught our kids critical thinking skills, they would realize you can't just choose a gender by fucking emotions. But, you know, gender is fluid anyway. But sex is not. And they don't even help your kids to understand the difference between gender and sex. Sex is scientific. Gender is fucking fluid. Because it's, it's not based around science. Oh shit, niggas. You getting an educational uh, goddamn lesson today, ain't you? I'm just saying. When you become a city council or state rep, you're going to do whatever the black community tells you to do because you don't owe nobody nothing. You didn't take no money from the Rockefellers. You didn't take no money from Chase Manhattan. See that? You ain't take no money from Morgan Stanley. You ain't take no money from Walmart. You ain't take no money from uh, Hyundai. You ain't take no money from McDonald's. You are a free candidate. The problem with our elected officials is 99% of them show up in office already enslaved by the dollar of another man. So I can, we up there selling, oh, he's the new mayor of New York City. Like the guy y'all got now? Sure. Ain't he a former police officer? Yeah. What, what, what we vote for him for? He's a damn cop. No disrespect to him, he might be a nice guy. But you fraternal order of police? Color, his color's blue. So I'll thank you. Thank you. So what we hope for him for? Because black people let it be a Why can an independent party win then? Because if... You don't need to win. 
Uh-uh. In fact, you don't even need the party. You just need an independent political union. In other words, let's say we're a numerical minority, right? Right. We can run an independent. We never gonna win because whites got more votes than us, and Latinos now got more votes than us, right? Yeah. We don't have to win. We're gonna leverage our votes. We're gonna have a political town hall meeting with all the major candidates: Republican Party, Democratic Party, Libertarian, Green Party, right? Say this New York City, we got four million black folks, and we put them all in one place. We are not split. Do not divide the black vote. Put it together. Mm -hmm. We want to ask y'all some questions. After y'all leave, we'll talk about y'all behind y'all back. We're going to have a big community town hall debate. But when we walk out of here, we agree that majority votes. And whichever one of y'all we go for, this is going to get the votes. And if you do not deliver on what you promised, very next election, you're gone. They're going to have to deliver. Can they survive without your 4 million votes? Hell no. Hell no. That's why they said save us for the end and start absolutely shit to make us Listen, Black power scared the shit out of their ass. Y'all need to understand. Nobody wants an organized black vote. Let me say that again. No black governor candidate wants an organized black vote. No black U.S. Senate candidate. No black U.S. rep. No state rep. State senator. City council. Nobody, black or white, in politics wants an organized black vote. You want to know why? Because you now got the power to hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. If we was organized, your mayor would have to go to war with the police department on our behalf. He wouldn't have a choice, or he's going to be at peace. Do you understand me? You think he wants y'all to be organized? These handkerchief-head-ass black politicians who don't fight for us and these governmental systems, do you really think they want your vote to be organized? You will make them turn their slave master into an engine. Do you think that's why they give women and trans people so much leverage? when it comes to like separating them from an actual like black man or a black family. Did you hear that niggas? Father God, what was it niggas? Niggas, I know y'all niggas, okay. Yes, I do think they want the black female vote because she's the biggest constituency in our community. Right? Yes, she is because she was the one that put his ass in office, Biden. It was the black woman that put Biden's ass in office. That's the reason why they got shit for her ass now. Y'all ass ain't got shit now. Because they already know the difference between the two. They understand the importance of disconnecting the black man from his woman. But y'all asses out here falling suit. Following suit. Following suit. Following suit. Following suit. I'm telling you, y'all, we, we, we give them how to, to eradicate our ass. We so damn stupid. Brothers don't vote. Brothers in jail. Brothers know the vote ain't going to mean shit until we organize it. Mm -hmm. So, yes, they would rather have a black female vote than a black community vote, hands down. Mm -hmm. Because black women vote more than black men. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we need our sisters to come back into the fold and say, you know what? We're not voting this way. We vote as black. And we voting with our men. Do you know how powerful that would be? If black men and black women stop the dumb shit on social media and say we want to fight because we got a common enemy, white supremacy. What he mean by dumb shit on social media? You know exactly what he mean. The battle between the fucking dumbass sexes, the shit you hear me talk about all the damn time. We, we, we do some ignorant ass shit. 
we don't mind doing ignorant ass shit. We just give them the ammunition to get keep our ass fucked up. Cause we can't be on accord on shit. You wonder why you hear me talk a collective all the time, the importance of two t- two people working together. Because it's a truth black people cannot really get their fucking minds around. Do you understand how powerful it is when two people can work together to do some shit? To come together as one? To map out, plan out, and and execute? I'm going to say it again. Plan out, map out, and execute. We don't know what this means. We don't know what this means. Why is it? What is it so hard for us to learn to come together for? What is so hard for us to learn how to communicate with each other? Why is that so fucking hard? I don't understand why it's hard for that period. United we stand, divided we fall. Even the New Testament gives you some wisdom. A house divided against itself cannot stand. When a man and a woman is divided against each other, they can't be strong. If they don't know how to work together, then they will never survive. Individually. You understand why I talk collective? Individually. We are alone, isolated, and disconnected. But together, we can empower, grow, and engage and encourage Have you ever sit and watched a powerful black couple working together and being effective? How empowering that is to other people. It shows other black couples we have the capability of doing something very fucking powerful. You not understand the impact of a black couple working together in that aspect, what that will do to a group of people to be able to see that shit. Just saying. And we're going to put our votes behind the candidate who offers to do the most for us. That would be revolutionary. So speaking of that, um, you know, I've seen a video of, your, of yours where you said that feminism has conditioned black women to view black men as the enemy. Um, it has. Feminism was financed by... Have you ever heard me say that? The black man is the enemy. Have you ever heard me sit here? And completely down the whole time, anybody without giving them props in their positive aspects. Because if you're gonna speak ill of somebody, you best believe you best better be ready to to lift them up too. You have to be able to see that dynamic going on in someone's life to be able to say a complaint. But you have to be able to uplift that same person that you complained about. Because a person is not all bad. CIA. Uh, Gloria, what was her name? Steinem. Gloria Steinem, I think she was. Right, yeah. Mother of modern feminism because uh, traditional feminism goes back to the 1800s, right? With Susan B. Anthony and those uh, white supremacists. But Gloria Steinem was a CIA agent. They financed her. Her first feminist magazine they paid for. 
the CIA broke. That same, that same magazine, Amari Shakur, Tupac Shakur's mother, did a lot of writing in. And it was also connected to a, a, a lesbian magazine. Just saying. Feminism into the white household to get the woman out the house and into the black household to turn the black woman against the black man. To scapegoat us for problems caused for her by white folks. So, you know, obviously, you know, a big thing, obviously, we spoke about the, the gender wars, you know, earlier. Um, obviously, there's a lot of conversation nowadays about, you know, the value of what a woman brings and the value of what a man brings in a relationship. And now there's a lot more rhetoric from our women that we hear is, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, right? So that's just, that, that's pain speaking. Though. Right. Because most black women know they will never get a man. A black woman can have sex whenever she wants, right? Because she's beautiful. She can have a bedmate, but to have a soulmate, she may never get. I have two daughters, 11 and 20, right? My oldest would be 21 this week. Statistically, right? There's a strong chance my daughter could be one of those. I hope she's not. She could be one of those who never get a husband because only one out of four gets a husband. You see that? So when a black woman says, I don't need a man, that is a reaction to the reality that I may not get a man. So why not pre- Ooh. Let me help you to understand what he's saying is. It's easier for a woman to say, I don't need a man. Because truly within, she knows that the possibility of her finding a rewarding relationship with a man will possibly never take place. And it means that she would have to settle for a relationship that will not give her what she needs mentally, physically. I don't give a damn about financial, but I mean, some people do and financially. And if she has to settle for or compromise herself worth in order to be in a relationship, she'd rather be by herself than engage in a relationship that's toxic and unhealthy. I'm going to say it again. We, we, and that same statement or ideology tells me that we still fall prey to the system set up to keep us um, disconnected because that still that still meet meet the demand of the enemy in order to keep us disconnected, and that. Is mentally embedded in us every day that we will never be able to find a rewarding relationship. That's the scariest thing, y'all. And it's a very sad thing that we've allowed the enemy to work in that manner to the point where we ourselves believe in our minds that it's impossible for two black people to come together and be cohesive and productive 
that's some powerful ass mental slavery there. Because I, I understood, you know, you're, you're obviously against interracial relations when it comes to with black women, I mean, with white women. With all women. You should only be with a black woman. And you will say, well, if you can't find a good woman in America, there's a like, and Absolutely. So why not teach that same rhetoric to all women? Like, if I do. If you feel I like tell you're... sisters all the time go to Africa. So I know sisters who marry. I just, I just, uh... Hmm. I seen some shit yesterday. Yeah, that's what he said. Go to Africa. Because a black man here ain't good enough. That's exactly what that means to me. Go to Africa because a black woman here ain't good enough. But I seen some most powerful shit. Because y'all know, I know y'all be thinking I'll be racist when I say some shit. Right? Yeah, I, I, and y'all be thinking I'm mean when I be saying shit. But I saw a video that was so old from the 1950s during the civil rights era um and they were africans and they were asking them had they ever experienced the same um racial uh uh inequalities that black people experienced during the civil rights era and the african said no i'm gonna say it again Africans in America during a time where black people were being mistreated were not being treated the same. Is that in your fucking history book? No, niggas. Do, are you privy to that information? No, niggas. So what is it about a black African versus an African American that they wouldn't get the same treatment that they did. I I, I want to pose that question to your motherfucking ass one more time. What is it about an African that enters into America that didn't get not did not get the same treatment as an American black during the civil rights era? Meaning, they were not treated the same way. They did not experience the same inequalities that your ass did. What is it, goddamn, about that? I'm going to let you ponder on that bullshit, and I ain't even going to give you no answer to that shit. But what is this? She invited me to the wedding. She just married her brother from the continent. I'm not marrying no more Africans. I didn't already done my due diligence. Now, I'm going to say this to all y'all niggas that go do it. Culturally, we don't have the same cultural bit. We don't. We're not. And they never, you, you rarely see a black woman who married an African or a black man that married an African have a rewarding relationship after the fact. A long lasting relationship, that shit's rare. It's a whole bunch of them down here. Alright, man. I'm just not. And I haven't given up hope in them either. And I'm going to save my particular comments to my motherfucking self about me not. Whatever. Anyway. So, but instead of saying they, they would never I'm get married. I'm taking sisters to Africa who married brothers they met right. in Africa. Right. So, yeah, I, I, think think there's there's plenty, I think there's obviously plenty of black men. Yes, there is. Women. So and what I also tell black women, if married. you were to go get you an African man from the continent, right. you would have to understand that the way in which you talk to black men in America will not be tolerated over there. No. It's not, it shouldn't be tolerated here, should it? Mm-mm. 
to disrespect a man is not okay anywhere. It's not her place. Just saying, goddamn. Just saying. Right ahead. That's what we try to tell them. Well, over here, I want to say this to us, though. Mm -hmm. Because we try to act like the way sisters treat us doesn't have a history that we are not at least partly responsible for. What was it, nigga? What was it? Ah, shit. Did he say that? The way they treat us that they are not partly responsible for? Ah, shit. Mmm. I love it when a black man take ownership of shit. The black woman has had to hold down the black house by herself. Although imperfectly, she's had to do it by herself since the mass incarceration of black males began in the 1970s. Come on, you man. understand me? Most of our children are raised by a single mother right now. And it has been that way for about 50 years. So when a sister says, I don't need a man, because she couldn't find one strong enough to hold her down. Or when you meet a woman. Or because she didn't see a reflection of it as a child. Mind you now. How would you know you have it if you've never fucking seen it? What was it? Huh? Father. Niggas. I keep telling y'all nigga men. It's critical. It's more critical than you to be present in your daughter's life. As it is for you to be in your son's life. You know why? Because most women end up spending time with what? Out being a man in the house. And the reason why is because they daddies wasn't fucking men. So therefore, they've never had a strong male presence in the family. Therefore, they have a history to doom to repeat the fucking same pattern again. I'm just saying. They sister, I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man. You ain't got the work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever. Pull back. I got you. And she can't do it because all the other men before you mm -hmm. who disappointed her. Woo. So what I'm saying is black men, you got to be patient. Woo. 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 Hmm. When you ain't never seen it, how can you believe it? If ain't nobody taught you different. I didn't grow up with it. How did I get here? How did I end up with this mentality? Because I sure in the fuck didn't see it at home. Shit. If I live like my mama, nigga, I have a whole bunch of them niggas. I have a whole bunch of niggas on my speed dial. You think it broke? No, I ain't broke. She's still the same way. How did I end up? How did I end up in this manner? How did I end up this way? Because I didn't see it. The way I think, and the manner in which I believe and conduct myself in my relationships is not something I've fucking seen in my house. I just want you to understand that. Because we created that personality. We created that, and then we, we want to act like we didn't play a role. We have to be held strong. accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. See, what you're saying, you're selecting a poor me. And what I'm saying is, they don't have much to select one, so of course she's going to end up with a poor me. Wow. And why is she going to end up with a poor me? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. We are not. They out there killing themselves right now. What we doing about it? Unemployed black males. What we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking. What we doing about it? Oh, uh, father, huh? Niggas, what was it? Huh? Um, did you prove me again? Cause I know these niggas be thinking I be tripping, and I they know I'm a nigga woman. So because nigga women don't know shit, 
and, and they need the authority behind the shit nigga women be saying, even though it's true, God. You know, you know what I'm saying? Next. What you doing in your relationships to make that shit function, 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 function? What are you doing? Are you holding yourself accountable for the breakdown of any relationship you had? Are you looking within yourself saying, damn, I'm fucked up here. Wow. I was at fault. How can I fix my fucking mistakes and change it? Uh, huh? Accountability, niggas. Accountability. What accountability will you have? Or what kind of accountability do you take for yourself when you fuck up in your relationship? Yeah. I'm going to call you an ain't shit nigga. Because only ain't shit niggas don't fix their fucking mistakes. Real men do. Punk ass niggas don't. I said it. I meant it. I'm here to say I don't, I don't give a damn if you're mad about what I'm saying. But real shit. It takes soul searching. To really see oneself. To make changes in another per- in your life. Who in the hell is calling me? Hold on, y'all. Issue is we don't take accountability for our actions. And the sad part about that is we we really don't. I mean, seriously. I, I don't understand why black people find it so hard to be accountable for the breakdown of their relationships. We always like to blame other people for the fucked upness that we do to others why can't you take accountability for yourself why can't you make corrections in your relationships why can't you say i messed up and i'm sorry how can i fix it how 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 is it that we can't do this why do we have to do the same shit over and over again Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. She got a right to be angry with us. We have not been on our job as black men. If the men are the providers, what have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you might be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. But guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? And the minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough? I she had to I... become masculine to survive the rape, I... the molestation, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how I... we created that? I understand that. But Ooh, what was it, niggas? He, he talked about accountability today. He talking about account. You should see the look of these niggas' face as he said that. Oh shit! Um, I wasn't expecting him to say that. They thought this nigga was gonna be on the side. They thought, they thought he was gonna be okay with it. That's what they thought. If we was loving our women and, and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? 
that personality if, has if a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of you're the, making John. her a scapegoat. No, she's well, the picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's there's good Can quality men that they ignore. Why she even got why 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 is there even a Pookie in the selection? You gotta ask her. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you why there's a Pookie okay. in the selection. What? Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she with Pookie. If we never allow Pookie to develop, she would not have a Pookie. Ah, you, you already know this. You don't really care for this nigga, though. But you gotta agree, goddamn. You gotta agree when this nigga gets ballot-ass points. Uh-huh. And it's funny, right? Because I'll sit here and have this dialogue, especially when I be having this dialogue with my nigga Ro, goddamn. I had this dialogue with my nigga Ro. He always tell me, you always giving nigga women an excuse. Uh-uh, nigga. No. I'll talk, I'll tell a black woman she wrong all day, every day when she, when she is wrong. When she is wrong. If she is wrong. You you heard me go ham on nigga women all the I I actually condemn black women more than I do black men. I I I, I really do, and that's the funny thing about that. But nigga men don't like taking accountability. When you fuck up your relationships, you don't like take account. You don't like to take accountability for your breakdown of your inactivity of making wrong choices of choosing the wrong women because we both do the same dumb shit you don't take accountability for the breakdown and lack of time management that you have for your relationships you don't take accountability for half of the shit that go on in your relationships you like to pretend like it don't exist you don't take accountability and apologize for the wrongdoings that you've had in those relationships. You don't take accountability that you don't communicate effectively in your relationships. Niggas just do a bunch of shit and use the woman as a scapegoat. When do you take accountability for your actions? When do you man up and make corrections? in your relationships when you fuck up when do you take accountability for the fact that you do something outside of your relationship and you be sleeping around with other women and having babies outside your relationship when do you take accountability for shit yeah because that's what punk ass niggas do they don't take accountability that's what they do they don't apologize they don't make corrections they don't fix shit they stand on the premise of their wrongdoing and they hold down that shit like the trooper they believe they are. Just saying. If we're going to be men, the mm -hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. Oh, nigga. Did you just hear that? I wasn't even expecting him to say it. All he did was just support the fuck I said. I can, I can hear that. I'm I not saying yeah. that they're right to disrespect because even if a woman disrespects me, right, mm. that still don't give me a right to disrespect her because she's still the queen of the community. <laughs> Meaning, if she disrespect me, it don't mean I got to lower myself to the same level and let that person bring me down, taking away my crown. 
I'm joking. No, seriously. Even if she not acting like it, I'm going to give her that respect. But when I hear brothers talk like this discourse we have now, yeah, yeah. we act like we don't understand. No, I do I mean, for that shit. I do understand. I, I, women are so valuable. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think women ground men and help them, you know, propel to the to the next level. I, I think men go get further in life with a woman, mm -hmm. right? But I, if I'm a hardworking man, but I only look as as resources, okay, and then she's ready to jump on Tom, Dick, and Harry because he has he's he got flash, he's uh, shining a little bit more. His access to money is quicker than mine's. It's it's kind of hard to have that. that well, no. One, I agree with you, but that's not all sisters. No, it's not. It's and not. If you're constantly running into that type of woman. Yeah. You gotta look at yourself. Woo! Accountability to be his again. Oh shit! Accountability goes all around. It's some real truth today. Y'all ready, niggas? They leave the household, or was it the system that was? It was systemic. All right. So, how, if we if, if we giving them grace for them having to do it without us, but it wasn't our fault, how right. are we not getting that same grace and that same respect? I'm gonna tell you why. why? I'm gonna tell you why. Because black men, as the leaders of the community, Woo. gotta. What was it? Father. Huh? 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 Woo. Father. Huh? Huh? He did it. You did it, niggas. Niggas, he did it again. He did. He proved the nigga again. What I've been saying all this time? The black man is what? The leader of who? His home. His woman. How is he leading? How are you leading? Can I ask that, niggas? Nigga, man, how are you leading? What do your leadership skills look like to your woman? Huh? Huh? What? What? That's what the niggas say? Niggas, God said, y'all ass always say, um, I don't give a damn what you do. It's all about me and what's going on in my life. And... I'm going to do what I need to do to survive 
And I don't give a damn what you do. This is this is me. And what what's going on in my world is important to me. Um and the only thing important to me is me and mine. And and he and he said, um, um, it's the reason why our family's in the situation. It's in because black men don't take accountability for their leadership or lack of leadership skills in their relationships. Period. So I ask again, what kind of leader are you? Can't be leaders. Here's the here's the question well, we got there. Here's the here's the question. Because the argument y'all make yeah. feeds into the feminist agenda. Mm. Okay. It's an argument that says I don't want the responsibility. I'm a leader. I don't, don't want to fix shit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I'ma fall back and let her run everything. That's what the feminists tell. Them. They say, look at them, making excuses for why they can't be better men. Making excuses for why they can't make better men. You understand? Mm. Your because you wanted to choose a Pookie and a Ray Ray. That's not me. I worked too hard in my life. to what I said. Pookie and Ray Ray shouldn't exist. And the only reason why Pookie and Ray Ray exist because we're not in the community making those boys the men they need to be. Do you see that? And she don't get a Pookie if you didn't allow a Pookie. But she got an Eli. She ain't come to Eli. She went to Pookie. And that's what we're trying to do. She wouldn't have had a Pookie if we didn't allow one. I worked too hard in my life. She wouldn't have had a Pookie if we didn't allow one. Dr. Lord. We men supposed to make the break the break. Y'all ain't doing shit. That's what you're doing. Right? Oh, I love, I love this. This is gorgeous. We're being a talking shit. Yeah, I mean, you can say it's not going to get better unless we put hands on deck. The reason the athletes and the rappers are the role models is the professional black man moved out the hood. Where did Dennis at? He ain't in the black community. Oh, Lord. Huh. Ooh. Huh? I know, God. I know you keep proving the nigga right every time. And, and, father, huh? Father, um, yeah, cause, cause see, um, I know, God, huh? Cause I know, I know niggas think I be tripping. I, I know, God, huh? I, I know niggas think I be hard on folks. Huh? I know nigga think I disrespectful and 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 and, and that I put other niggas down, huh? I know Father God in heaven now. In heaven now. Mm-hmm. Where the lawyer at? Where the business owner at? Where your city council person at? We abandon oh, black no boys. And then we blame black men for poor choices in mates that they should not even have to make if we did a better job raising our boys the right way. At the end of the day, if I'm going to call myself a man, the ultimate responsibility for reconstruction of the black community rests with me. Yes, they have a role. 
yes, they have responsibility, mm -hmm. but as a man, as a leader, to say I can't fix this shit unless she changes, that's not the definition of a man. I, I don't, see, I think we're, we're in our own two different... Oh. No, y'all want a reason to blame a black woman for the downfall of your relationships when I always say it's a fucking dualistic situation, goddamn. What are you doing? What effort do you put to into cultivating healthy relationships it still goes back to an individual mindset and the fact that niggas' minds are focused on themselves and they don't give a fuck and all they want is someone to sit and wallow in their complaining ass mud ground puddles. Goddamn. Oh, I'm a good man and, and I don't understand why I can't even find a decent woman and could see all the time that's that's the kind of woman i got but oftentimes it's because you're looking at her outer appearance goddammit, and you ain't even thinking about the fuck's going on in her mind most of the time niggas goddamn when you get a decent ass woman you don't know how to fucking treat her right because you used to dealing with bullshit most of the time goddamn you don't hold your motherfucking self accountable for the lack of interaction and um, functionality goddamn in your relationships who is supposed to stand by you when you can't fucking stand by them who is supposed to support you when you don't fucking support them who is supposed to stand by you when you disrespect them but you demand respect from them who is supposed to stand by you when you fuck over someone or you disrespect them and you can't fucking apologize for the wrong done you did? Who is supposed to stand by you when they trying to communicate with your ass when you don't want to communicate with them? Who is supposed to stand by you when they financially support your ass and you can't fucking um, financially support them? Who in the fuck is supposed to stand by you when you don't hold yourself accountable or set a standard in your motherfucking life as a person, but you want to set a standard for other people's treatment towards you? How dare you? How dare you? We always want to demand respect, but we can't fucking give it. saying that what i'm saying is i am i'm capable of being that leader that provider i've worked hard in my life you know what i'm saying i should not have to do still I, I to but i only feel like we tell black men that we have to now deal with masculine women women with children why is others. she masculine because she had to raise the kids alone not one woman so running a whole community so you mean to tell me i the only woman I could look forward in my life is a masculine woman that has kids behind no, men. No, that's what I have to no, look forward to. But I'm telling you, mistakes made by black men systemically gave rise to the conditions that allowed her to be masculine and made her end up with a man that you consider to be less than what he should be. And I'm telling you, black men are responsible for her being masculine because we have not helped to raise them children. I, I and when I say help them raise them children, I don't mean you as the stepdad. No, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean you yeah, yeah. as an active member yeah. in the community yeah. where we go to every single parent black mother and say, how many sons you got to? How many sons you got to? Well, guess what? That's your son's 
big brother. That's your son's big brother. He taking him to school. He doing the homework. He gonna spend a couple hours with him every Saturday. He got his own kids too. <laughs> he gonna make time for you. She got masculine because she had to become masculine in order to deal with the rape, the abuse, the domestic violence, the, the disappointments that men had in her life, and also raising those kids and have to take care of herself. I challenge you niggas today now, goddamn. To, uh, no, fuck it. I'm gonna put that at the end of this, uh, this, uh, this podcast. I'm gonna add at the end of this podcast a video on something called the project. And when you look up what transpired through this study, you will understand the state of the black community and why it's in its particular state. You will get it, you will understand the importance of why a black man should hold himself accountable in his relationships, period. At the same time, the black woman has been the be all in all in our community for half of a century. And now we want to turn around and say because she didn't do it perfectly enough or remain feminine enough when she had to absorb our responsibilities plus her own. That's insensitive and disingenuous. I, I don't, I don't yeah, believe so. I, yeah, I can't. I, mean, I guess I, I do understand what you're saying. I'm not taking you have to tell me something that we've done systemically to combat that. Men, uh, this, there you are, there are, me and her. I don't care about there, me and her. There, but there's women of, and men. Women and men as a group in the community. You understand? Right. We gave birth to that. You see? So you say she had a couple kids already because she, she met men. She probably thought they was good, some of them. They left they, her. She knew they wasn't good. You don't know that, bro. They wasn't good. You're making assumptions bad. about her. Would you make the same assumption if she was a white woman? Yes, I would. So yeah. you say. No, 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 Listen, like I said, I, I feel like as a black we man. We don't hold them all accountable because black men date outside their race more than every other man put together. I said we. Y'all three. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I can't even, even, that because I don't know you personally. Even that. But we look at the numbers. Black men marry black women at an 80, 87% rate where black women marry outside of their race. Um, or they, they marry outside at a 92%. Black women that's do not. Pick, no, no, no. You're that's wrong. percentages you're of wrong. That's not that much. Black women do not marry out the race more than black men. That's I'm not wrong. saying that. But the, the percentages black are women, off. That's black what I'm women have one of the highest, fastest growing interracial marriage rates. Mm-hmm. But her interracial marriage rate pales in comparison to what black men have been doing interracially for four or five decades. You understand? She don't even come close to what we're doing interracially. Black fathers are in the home more than any other group or race. Okay. So that that has no value? It does have value, but we're going to put that up against the other statistic. Two-thirds of our kids are being raised by the women. Two-thirds of our kids are being raised by the women. And like I said, when I say being raised, I'm not saying it needs to be a father. I would like a father in that house. But I know it's not enough us to go around. We are not even being accountable to the boys in the hood. And we're complaining about the women. I'm ar- I argue with women who are making babies with the irresponsible men that we didn't raise correctly. That's bullshit. All right. That's whip as weak man shit. Take responsibility for our shit. Stop scaring yeah. over now. Yeah, I could agree. I could agree to that. All I'm saying business. is look at all we can be doing better, man. Right before our eyes, 
and then we want to criticize something and ended up with one when we should have made sure there were none. Listen, we all got cho- we all got choices. Just like if I choose to live a lifestyle that could, individually, that could, I can't. That's a part that. of choices. No, it's not. We have to deal with this systemically. He brought up a question earlier, and he said, "Did we make these problems on our own, or was there some, some systemics involved?" It was systemics. Okay. In 1970, they shut down the factories. They took out the industrial building jobs. Uh, 1980, dropped off the crack and the AIDS. In 1990, the Bill Clinton crime bill. There's systemic factors at play. You totally. Divorce your analysis from any systemic factors at all. You ain't mentioned one. You can talk about her and Pookie and Raven with the kids. You ain't say shit about the systemics. That's exactly what white folks want you to do. That's because what white I'm, folks want you to I'm do. Saying Ignore I'm what I've done to your women and scapegoat her. Because that's what she's doing to you. She's ignoring what the system did to you. And she's going to scapegoat you. And, and We're they, both they, scapegoating each other. Okay. That's fair. That's your fair. analysis is feeding the gender war. It's not solving it. Listen, I, I, I don't mind us holding the right. women accountable. I don't mind us holding the men accountable. Right? Yeah. But when we're going to hold the system accountable as well. That's right. And if we're going to hold the system accountable, that also means we got to make our own systems too. Black men have not been manly in quite some time when it comes to raising boys. How would you suggest that black men take on the role of leadership? Especially with, when there's an attack on yeah, black masculinity. Without women willing to listen to us. You get what I'm saying? How do we prove our worth or take back those take care of the boys? Role. You want the women back? Take care of these damn boys. They run in the hood, killing people at will, flunking out of school, following the lead of the gangster rappers. There's a whole bunch of stuff we can do mm-hmm. that ain't got nothing to do with the women. Boys and men. Do you understand? Deal with the boys and the men. Leave her out of it and go straight to the boys. And you'll get her respect back. Give them jobs, give them education, give them training, give them your time. They not getting none of that from black men. We don't give a shit about black boys. And then we get mad at her for ending up with one later in life. It's not. Not They get mad for her for ending up consuming the product. She could consume whatever she wants. I'm just saying, as a black man, it's not about her consuming whatever she wants, brother, because if we're trying to fix the black community, everybody and everything matters. It's not individual. You're an individualist. You're not thinking as a community. Your whole analysis is based on me and her. Step out of that shit. Mm-hmm. This is the systems at play. You understand? Right. Multiple right. black men screwed up. Mm-hmm. Multiple black women screwed up. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Look at the systemic nature and say, what system do we need to create as black men to prevent the poor kids? You also have to be able to look at yourself to say, what am I doing to con- contribute to what's already going on within the system itself. And the reason why he keeps saying he's an individualist is because he's not looking at the system as a whole and how our individual mindset also impact the system. And his ability, you mind you, he keep, everything he said is easy to understand. But this one person is mad because they kept choosing the wrong mate. And what he's doing is speaking from his own wounds. And what transpired in his life, which makes it impossible for him to see the whole narrative. That's what trauma does to a person. It renders you with an impossibility to see 
things presented to you effectively. He keeps redirecting him. His his stance never changed. But the other person can't hear because his trauma is speaking. And when your trauma is speaking, it makes it difficult for you to receive any new information to help you factor in what's happening in your own personal world. And because he has an inability to see it, what he's saying, right? He keeps throwing it out. And that's the prime example of actually seeing someone um, in the middle of a conversation where their trauma is actually being voiced very loudly. And to be honest, as a psychologist, that is what he should have said. And instead of him saying, brother, I understand what you're saying. And what I'm getting from you is your trauma is speaking to me, which is making it difficult for you to receive the information I'm giving you. And you're looking at the picture from a biased or skewed perspective, meaning it's an incapable, you have an incapability to understand what I'm saying to you because your wounds are speaking to me. And you don't realize how often this happens. Have you ever found yourself trying to have a conversation with someone and you're telling them about how you experience them and how that's impacting you. And they refuse or they don't really hear what you're saying to them and they take a stance. And no matter what you do to tell them from a sincere place, they have an inability to understand you. That's exactly what this is. Or I, as a black man, can just look for a woman that is healed, that is leading in her femininity, that doesn't have a child by that, another woman. That doesn't solve community problems. We're talking about community solutions. That's individualism. That's, that's fair. Um, let me get to this last topic before we get up out of here. Um, I do want to talk about your school because this is a great transition. Um, you know, how difficult was it to, to build your school? And obviously you had to... Oh, my God. Now you see, right? Exactly what I mean. He got so frustrated at the fact that he wouldn't take a stance to support the way he thinks that he made a decision to change the subject. This is what happens all the time when you're trying to have a dialogue with someone to get them to see how or what they're thinking is not correct. And instead of trying to get understanding, 
and gain more insight or change the way they're viewing it. They just change the subject so they don't have to deal with it anymore. And I'm going to say it again. This is the trauma speaking. And what he is doing is something called avoidance. He's avoiding the situation because he doesn't feel validated in his belief. And every time the person tells him his belief is irrational or it has no logic behind it, instead of him trying to gain better insight in the situation, he'd rather not talk about it. And that's really because he doesn't care to make any self-changes because in his mind, he's perfect. And there's nothing wrong with him. So let's move on and talk about something else. That's it. What I want you to take away from this message today is ask yourself and I really want you to be honest with yourself because we will lie to ourselves but ask yourself what damages did you cause in your relationships to cause it to break down when you were entering into a relationship did you really enter into it because you were serious about being within it and that you asked the right questions before you enter into the relationships to make sure you and your mate were on the same page Are you responsible for the breakdown and chaos in your relationships? Do you have an ability to soul search and look within yourself to decipher whether or not you have a part to play in the breakdown of your relationship? Do you make amends when you've done something wrong within that relationship, i.e. meaning, goddamn, do you apologize and sit down and talk with your mate about a resolution to see where you need to move forward with or to see whether or not y'all need to stay in the relationship because the relationship is not meeting your needs. Once again, to see whether or not you should stay in the relationship or that you should leave because the relationship is not meeting your needs. And lastly, God damn it, are you really looking within yourself? To see who you are 
what you need to change about yourself and how you want to operate in your role as a leader in your relationship as a leader in your family as a leader in your community as a whole and how you can be a vessel to get those things done i thought i was done but surely he said a couple of more very critical things that i think you should be aware of and here it is go fuck me. even though i supplied go fuck me with all the account statements and gave them permission to speak to the branch manager to verify the information go fuck me didn't even check it out because they wanted to shut me down uh, they didn't want to support a black initiative so then we learned in what 2017 i want to say 16 that a chinese corporation walked the st paul's college i couldn't believe it, that in black, the process of you doing it yeah mm. i couldn't believe that black people let chinese by a historically black college built by our ancestors coming out of slavery by father russell who was friends to both booker t washington and george washington Army, chinese army now so once they bought the, the school i said okay black folks are donating we've always got a lot of donations they're just low amounts quantity versus quality right yeah, yeah, yeah. The quantity low or should i say the quality of the donation low but the quantity vast Yes. Okay. Yes. So you know, a lot of tens, twenties, fifties, mm-hmm. hundreds, but if you try to buy an institution, yeah. that ain't quite enough. Right. Right. Gotcha. right. So anyway, we said we just want to get us a day school. So I used up all my frequent flyer miles flying all over America. I thought the school was going to be in Detroit because Detroit had a couple of Catholic schools in great shape that we could afford. There's around a three hundred thousand dollar one. I said we're going to end up in Detroit, black and city. I'm ready for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Roman Catholic Church went south mm-hmm. and then we had a school in Philly, Roman Catholic Church went south it was going to lease a school in money earning, money earning Mount Vernon, New York. Clean Catholic school. White man said, I got to call Rome. I said, what? He said, I got to call Rome. I said, you got to call the Vatican. He said, yeah. I didn't know this. He said, half the Catholic schools in America are still managed directly from the Vatican. I told y'all. Um, I found this out a while back. Um, because... Um, I um, was interviewing for a job down in Montgomery and the school was owned by the Catholic Church. Um, it was, and um, you already know I'm, I'm giving you a lot of education based on um, the Catholic Church and the fact that they still um, rule shit like back in the day. We just not privy to it because they don't teach it to us in school. But um, they still have a lot of control over a lot of things. Mm. That's crazy. Did y'all hear that? I, I didn't know that. Hey. Told, that the Roman Catholic Church is the second largest owner of real estate on the planet Earth. White yes. Mm. So he called me back. Rome said we can't give you school. Right. The Roman Catholic Church refused to lease the school in money earned about burning New York. Mm. In other words, the school could have been open years ago. Mm-hmm. But we kept on getting sad. Is that because... Do you feel because you are a black man trying to purchase it up? Dr. Umar. Yeah, what well, he's trying to, you know, remember something Napoleon Bonaparte said during the Haitian Revolution. When Napoleon said, we got to crush the Sattler Overture and Jean-Jacques Dessalines, one of his subordinates said, Commander, why are you so interested in destroying the Haitians? 
Is it to prevent them from destroying our investment on the island? He said, no. We must stop and crush the Haitian revolution to forever prevent the march of blacks forward into the world. Mm -hmm. What was it? The Haitian revolution wasn't about the Haitian revolution. It was about white supremacy. Yes, it was. They can't let me succeed because they don't know how far I will go. Yep. You see that? When white people see a fire, they put it out. You feel me? Who is this black man coming up here who can afford to pay this type? What black man is thinking about opening up a school for black boys independently? Now, you might do LeBron James. Public school, you just get some money to. You didn't buy, you didn't build it, you don't own it, you don't control it. Puffy, get you a charter school. Jalen Rose, get you a charter school. I'm not doing that. It's independent. We own it. Right? Right. Then I went to Detroit try to buy public school. They wouldn't show me none of the public schools in this shape. Chicago couldn't get none of the public schools in this shape. Mm. That's what I realized. It's a national, there must be a national thing out there. Right. He don't get no school. You feel me? If, if, if we had the money and they still wouldn't sell it. So then finally, I come back from Benin. Now what is it about that, right? And you heard me say it multiple times. You heard him say it multiple times. It helps you recognize the power of a collective and a power of educated, um, strong, critical thinkers and how they cannot see us coming together unified because I'm going to say it again I'm going to say it again prophecy concerning the shit niggas they cannot let this happen because they know soon as we um, unionize or come together they know it's over for their rulership we'll go in Ghana 2017 Remember the great North American eclipse, August 21st of 2017? Mm -hmm. Which is my birthday. Now turn it to Haitian Revolution Day, George Jackson Revolution Day. I'm on LoopNet. I see the school in Wilmington, Delaware. So the school of brand new. I go to it on my way down to Nat Turner, came back from Nat Turner, went to Cuba to get my initiation. When I came back from Cuba, I finally got into the schools. I walked around. I said, you know what? These schools are modern. They're in good shape. Did my research, found out these schools only 10 years old, two of them. They wanted $2 million. Mm. We didn't have, we only had a half a mil. Mm. But I, that was August and September of 17. We bought the school February of 19. So for 18 months, I stayed on. Right. Right. Can we get the school? Can we buy the school? Can we get the school? Buy the school? <laughs> and then one day I said, Can y'all sell it to us? He responded, yeah. I'm backtracking. I'm backtracking. And you know why I'm backtracking? First thing you said about the eclipse. I told you it was always some celestial thing that transpires um, as a result or as a um, it's something impacting the black people. So the fact that it was a eclipse that transpired something uh, monumental. It helps you to understand a whole lot. And remember, I told you um, a lot of prophecies in the Bible are concerning celestial uh, movements. 
they're in sync, which is why the Hebrew term Moedim, an appointed time, is connected with the celestial uh, movement. And there's one more thing that nigga said that made me go, hmm. Nothing nigga said he went to Cuba for what? But why the niggas? Huh? If you said a swearing in or an induction, you were correct. What was he being inducted into? That's so secret that he couldn't explain what the induction is because you know niggas love to brag when they being recognized for something. But he never stated nor even drew attention to the fact that he said he was being inducted into something as braggadocious as this nigga is. This nigga brags all the time. But this particular thing where he's being recognized for something, he not, or he does not mention. Just saying. What you got? Mm. I said, oh, I talked him down from two bills tonight. We got to school 2017. I'm happy, jumping for joy. Little did I know. The black contractors was not going to do us any, any, any justice. Yeah. We got robbed. We got scammed, man. Our own people. Which is unfortunate, yeah. Very unfortunate. Then one day, last September, I said, you know what? I have to use white folks. I waited three This is how you know his induction brought forth something. Because far as we understand, or if you don't, when it comes to the Freemasonic Brotherhood, after an induction, a public humiliation take form. So he was inducted. Slightly after he was inducted, he was impacted publicly. And that public, um, what went around? Just see it got down. Oh, humiliation um, took place. So that helps you to un understand this is the Freemasonic ritual. It's to try to get my people. We got to school in 17. We in, excuse me, we got to school in 19. I saw it in 17. We got it in 19. It was 2023. Mm -hmm. Right? So February of 19 to 20 to 21 to 22 to 23. Four years. February, March, April, May, June, July, August, and before that happened, August. I decided to call up a white man. HVAC. He had both units on the roof in two days. Mm. Crane, truck, and everything. We already bought the units. We had them custom made. Right. So they've been sitting for a year. Brand new. Mm -hmm. Sitting. Because all the black HVACs tell me they won't come do it. Never did. So I called a white man to do it. He gets the units up right before the festival. I start scratching my head like, damn. Mm-hmm. This white man did this in two days? Mm-hmm. So then I asked the white man, I said, you know any plugs? So I got a plumber for you. Boom. You like church? Mm -hmm. I pay that. Boom. Security? Boom. Fire. Boom. Boom. Wednesday, I go to the school to get the final HVAC repairs done. HVAC is on. We got air. We got AC. Got to do some final stuff right. to get the inspection. Once that goes through, done. I got to call the city, find out what we got to do to get out the certificate of because Plumbing is repaired and inspected. HVAC repaired and inspected. Fire, security, repaired and inspected, everything. The only thing left is HVAC. And of course, we got to close up the holes and paint and do the floor. It's superficial. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. But all the systems, once we've done HVAC, we yeah. mm -hmm. The sad thing is, 
Those white men did it four months. Three months, really. What black men could not be doing three days. Wow. Mm. It's the salvation. And that's not giving up on our people, though. Yeah. We go across the street to the Frederick Douglass High School, which is four times bigger. I still want to find some black contracts. I'm not yeah, sure I want to be there, but I also have to face reality. Right. And the reality of the fact is we are so psychologically damaged that yeah. most of us find it almost impossible to do right by another blackness. Right. Um, and these white folks didn't even like me. Do you know? Right. They didn't even like me. But the money but they did the job. They did the job. Right. Yeah. Right. It hurt. Like, damn. They just did it with no problem. Just came and knocked it out. Cheaper price and everything. If I would have just went white for the head of the school would have been done, but I couldn't do that because that's against what I stand for. Mm-hmm. So I had to try to use out. So with this being an independent um, school, does that mean you can implement your own curriculum? Like, so what kind of curriculums do you, are you going to plan on teaching at the school? Well, you got to have math, science, language, and social studies. That's required. Right. And then on top of that, we're going to have agricultural and agronomical science, dietary, nutritional science. We're about to buy some farmland right now. Mm. Uh, we also going to have political and military science. We're going to be teaching African martial arts weapons training too. Mm. Uh, there will also be spiritual and astrological science. I'm pregnant with your spirituality. We will teach it. The school will be a bona fide independent parochial academy. We must have a religious instruction and spiritual I love that. There will also be a dietary, nutritional, agricultural, agronomical, spiritual, and uh, astrological military and political science of the black man, woman, and child. Right. So we're going to teach the boys how to be men, how to be gentlemen, also how to be men, how to be fathers, how to be leaders in the community, and then financial and economics, mm-hmm. investment, mm-hmm. real estate, stocks, all of that. We're going to have guest speakers every month for the boys from different industries. They're going to work on their own business plan, and when they graduate from the school, we're going to give them their grant for their first uh, business. I love well, that. Um, um, I noticed in China, um, they are actually teaching their boys, you know, they have masculinity classes in a sense, right? Is there, do you think there is a need to kind of have a masculinity course for our young black boys? I don't know exactly what their masculinity course entails, right? But our science of the black man, woman, and child would like to cover that. Okay. That's right, because we believe in the divinity of the black man and the divinity of the black woman. So right, that's part of it. Sure, we might need some class for some grown adult men to be taught how to be a man. Exactly. I, mean, I, 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 I don't know if it's college or maybe some class. We love the hours. Maybe some, we need some help. We're going to have some stuff for the men, too, once we get the boys up and running. Because right. although FDG is a school by day, mm-hmm. it's a community university by night. So this is an all-boys school. Going to be all boys for the first three to five years. That's going to come to us. All boys and girls. I'm volunteering us anytime you ever need us to meet, even like speak or do something that you may need, something that you may not have time for, or something you think that we can fit to help. We're definitely going to be a part of it. Just you know, send the kite out. I'm looking forward to it. You know, not just for the blessing that it will be to our, our children, but also to the community. Never. Right. Very few places that we have where we can meet, unencumbered by other people. Mm. You know, I speak more than any other scholar in the world, black, right? I'm the most requested black scholar on the planet for 13 years straight. Mm-hmm. I can count on one hand the amount of places I've been in the world that we own. Most of the time, we have something owned by Arabs, white people. They flicking the lights on, mm-hmm. cutting the lights off. Mm-hmm. I got to get out. You, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, damn, we own. The only place that we own is the black churches. But the black churches don't want you in there talking politics. 
because they already in somebody's pocket downtown. Right. So, so the one place that has space in a microphone for us to organize and strategize, the black church don't want us in there to organize and I, I do. I wonder what FDMG, we have enough space where we can do conferences and everything. And once we do the Frederick Douglass High School, which is across the street, once both schools are up, mm-hmm. we are undisputedly the largest independent black school country, black school independent campus in the country. Wow. And the only independent black school in two buildings. Two mm-hmm. legitimate real schools. Not no church, not no basement, not no home. Mm-hmm. Real school. We're the only independent school in the country wow. with two schools that's black and we're the largest. That's, that's dope. Uh, listen, before before we get up out of here, because I understand you're a busy man, I do want to ask you one question. It's a short question. Sure. I did see, i seen that you posted um, a female rapper by the name of Sukiyana. Right? Uh-huh. Um, she has some choice words for you and, and her song, you know what I mean? What would you, what would you say to our good sister about that? Uh, sister Suki, honey, I never heard of the queen before a supporter of mine sent me the video. <laughs> you know, where she said, I'm not going to use her words, but where she said if I wanted to spend some private time with a man, it would be Dr. Umar. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then at the end of the video, which wasn't on my Instagram, but it's on my Facebook and TikTok, she says, if Dr. Umar met me, he would shoot his shot because he would see that I'm a beautiful black African conscious queen. I can use some guidance. I got a little bit of daddy issues. She was very humble. Right. You understand? Yeah. I didn't know she was from Wilmington, Delaware. That's where the school is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would be open to meeting with him, right? Mm-hmm. See where her head is. Because first, there's always politics before we're not even make. Mm-hmm. So what can we do together to build a community? Now, obviously, her content isn't something I could endorse. Ooh. But it's What can we do together to build a community? I want to leave on that note. Huh? I want to leave on that note. Right there. Because that's, that's my type of language. He said, what can we do? to build the community. Well, I'd imposed other questions and i leave you with this last one. Black man, black man, what can we do to build together the black community? Black man, black man, are you willing to work with me side by side to build our community? Huh? All I'm saying is, when you looking for a mate, you want to find a mate willing to roll up their sleeves and their pants leg and get down in the dirt with you. And when one person sinks, the other person is willing to pull and risk everything. You got to be willing to risk everything to pull your mate up out of whatever situation they in. And if you can't be that kind of mate, y'all ass might as well be by yourself. Because you selfish.
And ain't no need for looking within because you have an impossibility to do that. Because your inability to show your work ethic in your relationship tells me everything I need to know about the character of the man said. Okay. It ain't about what's in your wallet. It's what's in your mind and what's in your heart that determines who you are as a man or a woman. Stand on that truth. Live with that truth. Rest in that truth. Now, I want to say, Salam, Shalom, Shalom, whichever one you choose. Much love and respect in your direction. And if someone did not tell you today that they love you, know that I do. Know that you're special, set apart. In the apple of the eye of the living God. Huh? Yeah. Um, I've been saying I'm getting back to Isaiah. I need to. So I can get back to Deuteronomy. But for some reason, goddamn. Other shit keep coming up. And every time I get ready, something happens. So. Much love and respect to you, family. Peace.